0: Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.
1: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
2: Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Hey, y'all, what up? Welcome to another episode of Carefully Reckless with your girl Jess Hilarious. Now, there will be no story time today. We're going to take a different approach. I have a spiritual side. Now, y'all know that. And on this episode today, I want to let y'all in on that. I want to show y'all that side. Now, with this pandemic, I often hear people talk about it and they'll give the devil credit for it. You know, people will say, oh, the devil is busy. And, well, I look at it in a different light. I look at it differently. I feel that sometimes God will do certain things and place certain things in our way to help us see what's more important. That's my message to y'all today. The pandemic, a lot of people died from it. It hurt people. It took a lot of people out of here. You know what I'm saying? It affected families. It affected jobs. And um, that's the downside of it. To me, my experiences, I have learned so much more about myself my child I feel like the pandemic is God's way of saying let's get back to how we used to be or as close as we used to be as possible you know what I mean like modern date things something as simple as setting down with your family to eat dinner we don't do that no more when's the last time you sat down and ate dinner as a family even if there's no man in your house if you only have one child When's the last time you sat down with your child and ate? When's the last time you sat down and had a conversation with your child about what they're going through, about school? Nowadays, kids cannot be in school. There's virtual learning. So they're home with you. You can get to know them. You can build a bond with your child. I'm speaking from experience. I'm not afraid to say I did not know my child, Ashton, my eight-year-old boy, like I should have known him. And I didn't. Get to or get the motivation to do that until we had to be shut in. I was forced to cook instead of going out to restaurants. Our mayor shut down our city. I was forced to watch TV and had been paying for cable for years, but never watched TV. I always had my phone stuck in my face. I found more ways to be innovative. Online, creating new content. I was forced to sit in the house. I built a studio in my basement. I became more hands on with my content, more creative. Like I said, more innovative, finding new ways to make you guys laugh. I sat in my house and really became creative. Before the pandemic, we were just running around, running around, running around. I'm talking about getting hooked up with the wrong people. Even it goes that far, letting people into our space, not paying attention to the things that we need to. Like I said, our kids, our career, not protecting our peace, our mental health, our privacy, our spirits. All of that is important. And this pandemic has taught me to protect that. It has taught me how to protect that. I've lost a lot of people, not in death, not to COVID. I'm talking about old friends, family members, employees, men, love life. You know what I mean? Sometimes God will remove everything that's detrimental to you that you don't even know out of your life, out of your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit to help you see what's more important. That's a word. Or to focus you, to help you prepare for the blessings he's about to grant you. You know what I'm saying? However, it's too much clutter. You may have too much clutter. It may be people with you. You may be surrounded by snakes and you don't even know. So God will do something to get rid of them. He works in mysterious ways. Everybody is not worthy Of a piece of your pie. Everybody is not worthy to get on that ride with you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not worthy to sit at the table with you. You won't know this. God will reveal it. And I had this prayer that I pray every morning. Every morning and every night. Yes, I am very spiritual. You know, and I'm letting y'all in on that. I ask God to prepare me, you know, and and I talk to him every day. And I have this thing called the three R's that I ask. It may be corny to y'all, but just listen to it. Reveal. Rid and rebuke. I ask him to reveal. Reveal anything unlike you that needs to be washed away. Reveal it. Reveal what, whether that's people, things, anything in my environment, in my atmosphere that, that's that's clouding my judgment, that's distracting me, that's tainting my spirit. Reveal it. And then get rid of it. Wash it away. And then rebuke it so it may never come back to me again. So it can never surround me again. It can never get in my spirit. You feel me? This is real stuff. This is a real word. Reveal, read, and rebuke. I asked God to also prepare me for the revealing because sometimes he'll reveal things that you're not ready to leave. You're not ready to get rid of. You know, you're not ready to to say goodbye to, to throw in the trash, but you have to. I experienced that. I asked him to reveal, read, and rebuke. And then when he did it, I wasn't ready to accept it. The people that I had to to throw away the things I had to get rid of. I wasn't ready. So when you ask him to reveal, writ and rebuke, you also have to ask him to prepare you, to prepare you to accept it. It's a lot of things that you can hold on to, that we're guilty of holding on to, that we know it's not good for us. It could be drugs. It could be habits. Like I said, it don't only have to go for people. It could be your friends. It could be your man. Something that you know is eating at you, holding you back from doing things. And you know this, but you have to get rid of it. You have to be strong enough. You have to pray that God strengthens you. You know what I'm saying? I lost a lot of people, got rid of a lot of things. I call it my spirit spring cleaning. That's a tongue twister. Say it with me. Spirit spring cleaning. (laughs) For real, that's real shit, man. And this is also a word. When somebody or something isn't right for you, God will continuously cause them or that thing to hurt you until you're strong enough to let it go. So don't confuse this man that keeps cheating on you and keeps mentally abusing you or 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 vocally abusing you physically abusing you don't let the distraction be when he apologizes or when he has sex with you it's great or i love you please don't leave me you're all i have don't let that be the distraction because it'll be good for a while and then he only going to go back to doing What hurts you if he's not good for you? And God will allow it to happen until you're strong enough to get rid of it. Even if it's a friend going behind your back, doing shit, constantly showing you signs that they are not the person for you. They don't have your best interest. They sneaky the way they move. Little shit that you put in the back of your mind because y'all have history. Don't let the history distract you. History doesn't matter in most cases. And I know this is hitting somebody. Somebody needs to hear this somewhere. I went through it. Also, you have to learn to take heave to signs. Seriously, you can't ask God for something and then ignore it when he shows it to you. Like I said, even going back to the pandemic, like I said, I look at it differently. I was lazy as hell before the pandemic. I'm talking about paying people to do shit that I can do myself. You know what I mean? A lot of things I didn't pay attention to like the people around me that I had to get rid of. But first it started with my job, my career, me as the CEO of Jess Hilarious Incorporated. Like I was paying people to pay my bills. They're like, what the hell? Why the hell did I even have anybody else having access to my money? Because I was too lazy to be responsible. God will work in mysterious ways to wake your ass up. The pandemic forced me to get my shit together, to get my shit in order. I even built a stronger bond with God through the pandemic. I wasn't really worried about that before when I was just ripping and running, running wild. You know what I'm saying? Traveling, blowing money on dumb shit, not paying attention to what's important around me, not saving money because I knew I could make it back. Like, oh man, I'm not worried about that shit. Shopping, Chanel, Fendi, Gucci, Prada, like all that shit don't matter. It don't matter because when we shut down, where the fuck did I wear all that shit at? We had nowhere to go. That shit didn't do nothing but sit in my walk-in closet and collect dust. He will let you know that shit don't matter. He will humble you. He has ways of humbling your ass and he will do it. I had to regain my strength. I had to recollect myself. I had to get my shit together and I got it together about friends. People have certain problems that you can't make yours. You cannot make other people's problems your problem. Like I said, I lost a lot of people. I'm going to bring y'all into my world and give y'all my experiences like firsthand. I don't have a problem with telling y'all my business. Y'all know it all anyhow. I lost a god sister. You ever have somebody that you text and you just asking, how's your day? It could be a friend. It could be anybody. That person got a long ass book of how stressed out they always are, what they're going through, what they need, how you need to feel sorry for them. You know what I'm saying? That shit is a burden in itself and you cannot make it your burden. I don't have a problem with helping people. I want to help people. That's what I've been put on this earth to do. Help. Help. That's what I do in my everyday life when I make these videos and I put smiles on people's faces. I have messages from strangers that said that I've helped them not commit suicide. I've helped them get over the grief of their parents or somebody that they had just lost. People are honest with me about that. Strangers, people I know, you know what I'm saying? I make people feel better. But I don't always want to hear a sob story when I'm just checking in on you. Yeah, I'll pay a bill for you here and there. I'll even come see you, give you a hug, because you'd be surprised what the fuck a hug, a real genuine holding hug can do for somebody's day, y'all. But when I'm only checking on you just to tell you I love you or just to really, really see how you doing, because motherfuckers may ask you how you doing, but don't even care. People do it in their everyday life. You might see a motherfucker and be like, oh, how you doing? You don't really want to hear how they doing. That's just another word for hi or hello. That's just you speaking. But people have habits of saying, how you doing? And not really giving a fuck about how somebody's doing. I do. But my god sister, my god sister, she is always stressed out about something. I had to let her go. She likes to project her burdens on others. She, lo- she loves the- for people to feel sorry for her. She loves the sorrow. She loves to cry. She loves the attention of it. She's very selfish. I checked on her. Her grandmother died. I checked on her. I can't believe that she would leave me here. What you mean? That old lady was tortured here. She was suffering. She had cancer. She's gone now. You need to be happy that she's not here with tubes and coming out of each and every place they could come out of. Her body was tired. She was tired. She told you she was tired. And you make her death about you? No, 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 no. I will not sit here and feel sorry for you, yo. You need to get yourself together. I had to leave her alone. Hold up. Hold up. I know this shit getting good, but listen to just a couple seconds of a commercial. If you love me, you'll listen. Seeing our communities grow and thrive
0: is something we care deeply about here at black tech, green money. State farm insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice and grow black owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek through the thick jungle. Then, climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then, once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search... Is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A
1: laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, chumbacasino.com has over hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. by Eighteen plus conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Childhood friend slash sister, the one who put my business out there a couple years back. Y'all know of her. We even got back right. We got back cool. I accepted her. This girl stopped speaking to my son, my innocent fucking child, somebody that she considered a nephew. And I consider her children my nieces and nephew. This was somebody I had a 25-year relationship with. I met her when I was two years old. She was seven when I moved on a block. We grew up together. She took me under her wing as her big sister. I lost my virginity on this bitch's couch. Do you understand what I'm saying, people? Later on, we get back cool. She exposed me, first of all, because she got fired. I created a fucking job for her, first of all. Then I fired her because she got too comfortable. You can't work with family. You can't work with friends. Some of them is just not good. I fired her, and she went online. She took it public. She got so upset that she went and told everybody that I had a BBL. I had a fat transfer. That shit crushed me. Not only did she tell people that, but she posted pictures of me on a surgery table that I thought were safe with her posted them, paid somebody to interview her, to go and tell a bunch of fucking lies about me. Tell about I do drugs and I do this and I do that and I sell pussy and I, what? All the things that she has done. She put that shit on me. I even made up with her after that. I accepted her back into my life and that goes back to what I say. Don't let history distract you from the people that you need to get rid of. I thought I could trust her again. I thought that she had done the worst. She can't do no more harm. I miss her, I love her, that's my sister. I'm not gonna let 25 years go to waste because of this shit. I should've, I should've never got back cool with her because when I did, we fell out again and she felt some type of way because she found out I was talking about her. During the time, me and her were beefing, you motherfucking right I was talking about you, bitch. What the fuck you thought? Because I didn't retaliate online and give you any fucking followers and give you and blow you up more? No, I was hurt by that shit, I cried for fucking weeks saying how the fuck can my sister do that to me? And you get mad because it got back to you that I was talking about you to somebody? Bitch, get the fuck out of here. So now she's gone for good, like she should have been the first time. One of my friends I fell out with because I made a video about a certain situation she was telling me about. I told her I was gonna do the fucking video. She got upset because the person that she was dealing with, a married man, had seen the fucking video, And so did his wife. So she hit me and said, can you take the video down? No, I'm not taking it down. I didn't say no names. And you was okay with me making a fucking video. But now that your spot is blown up by the wife that you knew he had, you want me to take it down? No, that's not how it works. You know I got a good heart. Yes, the fuck I do. And I give people chances. But I'm a comedian. I am. And if you tell me something, I'm going to tell you first. Like, yo, I'm going to make a video about this. If... I know it will hurt you. I won't do it because I still have a heart. She was fine with me doing it until the wife seen it. Well, bitch, you shouldn't have placed yourself in that predicament. So we went back and forth for a couple of days and then she decides to expose both of my phone numbers and post my home address where my son lays his head. Not only me, but me, my son and my dog. <laughs> she exposed my home address. Was she ever a friend, guys? I don't fucking know. Me and this girl have stayed up and cried to each other. She's had a hard-ass life, by the way. Mother don't give a fuck about it. Your father don't want you type shit. You got siblings that you don't even fucking speak to. Y'all all fucked up because of all mother. I've cried with you. You've cried with me. You told me shit that you said. You ain't never tell nobody else. And I still didn't put that shit out there. But you hurt me. You did that. You considered my son your nephew. Another one. But you exposed. You compromised the safety of my child, bitch. And you got two girls. And I know where you live at and I still would never do that to them. Had to get rid of her. One of my employees taking advantage of me. Man, oh man. This is supposed to be a god man. One of my ex-security. Yo, what? You blackmailing me? You holding shit over my head? Yo, I got videos of bup but buh. Oh, all right. You're done. Had to get rid of him. What the fuck wrong with you, nigga? Fucking with the wrong one. Now you don't have a job. Family member who was also an employee fucked up my money, fucked up my credit, and was unapologetic about it. What? I gave you a fucking job, my nigga. I'm helping create jobs for you motherfuckers. I could be doing this shit myself and y'all motherfuckers hurt me. That's crazy, right? Had to get rid of that one too. Female best friend, disloyal, disloyal as fuck. Y'all know the person, the friend that I said exposed my address. How about my female best friend hanging with this bitch? Just as cool with it as the day is long. I said, God damn, you're done. My male best friend, I had to lose him too. He's so into drugs in the streets and thinking that I owe him something. Nigga, I don't owe you shit. You owe yourself. You owe it to your kids to be their father. You don't like honesty. You don't like when I put you in your place. You can't be my fucking friend. You can't come around my son and you don't even go around your own fucking kids. Y'all hurt me. You feel me? Get your shit together. Get off drugs. Get off the streets. Stop selling that shit. And then you'll stop doing that shit. Had to let him go. I had a songwriter friend. He helped me write nice Low ass, catty, sneaky, opportunistic, going around telling people, oh, I wrote the whole song. She did it. it, it. Why the fuck do you feel like you have to write the whole song? Nigga, no, you didn't. No, the fuck you didn't. Just certain shit people do. Yo, like, come on, bro. Now, if you got the piss from all the tea you've been drinking, now was the time because we got a commercial. I'll be right back. So now we're going to take it to just fix my mess. Okay, so I went on my Instagram and I asked you guys, worst thing you've ever forgiven someone for go. Now, this baby girl said she would like to remain anonymous. So I'm going to grant her that she says, causing me to never be able to get pregnant naturally again because of STD. Wow. That shit makes me sick to my stomach. It makes me want to cry. It makes me angry. Now, I don't know if it was unknowingly. I don't know if it was intentionally, you know, but you never know these days. He probably knew he had some shit and he was just scared to tell you. He probably knew he had the shit or maybe he didn't know. But that's why you have to remain faithful. You have to strap up people, young people, old people. You got to use condoms. My God, this woman can't even have kids. She can't even conceive naturally because of an STD a nigga gave her. Oh, my God. I hope and pray that you are able to have children before you leave this earth. You understand what I'm saying? You can't even bring life into the world, add to the population. Life is a beautiful thing when it's done the right way. You know, giving birth is something that women around the world can't do, would love to do. Some people would kill to have kids. You understand what I'm saying? And it's horrible that this is not a natural cause. This is not hereditary. This is something that a man did to you, baby girl. So you got to leave. You got to leave that shit. You understand what I'm saying? I really, really do hope that you find the help you need. You know, I really do. Because that's some sad shit. That's some sad shit. I know y'all can hear me getting emotional right now. That's some sad shit right there. Camp underscore David promo says stealing from me then staged a break in of my house. Oh, you're going to have to get one of your sisters or your mother or a, a cool cousin to slap that bitch. Ain't no way you're going to stage a break in. There's no way you're going to steal from me and I can take you back. You forgave her for that, David. Are you fucking kidding me? I need to have a class. I need to do a tour, a tour on how to let motherfuckers go. I'm, I'm Uh-uh. this is crazy. First of all, if you had the balls. To steal from me. I can never trust you. I don't know what the fuck you can do if you can steal from me. And I loved you. And you loved me. You can steal from me though. That's what happened in my past relationship. Chris. Chris stole from me. After I took care of the nigga. He stole from me. That's why I would never ever ever be able to trust him again. Again, now I've forgiven him because that's the Christian thing to do. That's the the right thing to do. But I will never forget a motherfucker who stole from me that I was once with. I loved you. We were in a relationship and you could fucking, you could really steal from me. That's disgusting. Sheba underscore red says, stole money from me. 1500 to be exact. My man at the time. We had a fight. He stole my purse and my phone. Withdrew money off of my card and tried to come back two weeks later, cause he spent all the money and was broke. Honestly, I'm just still wondering how he lasted two weeks on fifteen hundred. Sheba, you worried about the wrong shit. The nigga stole it from you. I don't give a fuck how he went two weeks on fifteen hundred. You'd be surprised what your broke ass can do. How long you can stretch five dollars in a week? You don't know. Spend a dollar a day, motherfuckers is making it happen. You must have never been broke before, Sheba. And that's probably why you stole from your ass. That's the only thing you worried about. Girl, you better get it. You better get it together. Shit. Last one I'm a read. This person would like to remain anonymous. So I will grant him that. Worst thing you've ever forgiven someone for. Go fucking their sibling, sister and brother, blood, sister and brother. That shit is incest. Forgave her, but I ain't fuck with her no more. And that's exactly how you do it. I don't know how the hell somebody is even able to fuck their sister or their brother, like blood brother. I've heard of instances where people fuck their step siblings. Step siblings, not even half brother. Because if we got the same father, I don't fucking want you. If we got the same mother, I don't fucking want you. Boy, please now, now step brother. All right, I don't know. You know, I on the porn that I watch. Sometimes I like to watch the the step brother and the step the step siblings fuck each other. That's some cool little role play. But if you got any type of bloodline that resonates with my bloodline, I ain't fucking with you. That shit is just disgusting. You should not even look at your siblings in that manner, especially if we grew up in the same house, what the hell is wrong with you? But there are sick and twisted people like that. There are. And a lot of that should be generational curses. So listen, guys, when it comes to forgiving people, you have to know how to forgive and to walk away. Don't forgive and accept these people back into your lives. They When somebody hurts you, Hurts you. I'm talking about hurts you to your core, to the point where you never thought a person could do you like this. Don't sit and and try to figure out why they did it or what their motive was or how could you? Just know that they did it, they meant it and you need to move the fuck on and get the fuck away before they hurt you again and again and again and again because sometimes God will allow the same shit to keep happening to you over and over and over repeatedly until you open your goddamn eyes and see, I need to leave. I need to separate myself. I need to get these people th- th- this this person, this habit away from me. I need to detach myself I need to rebuke it. I need to get rid of it. I need to, I need it to be revealed first, but I need to be able to accept that this is not where I need to be. This is not good for my life. This is not benefiting me. Y'all need to understand that. Now, just fix my mess ain't for nothing. I'm really trying to help y'all, but y'all have to help yourselves. You have to know everybody's not for you. Everything is not for you. And you ain't for everybody. Everybody don't deserve you. And it's going to be that way. That's how life is. Sad, but that's how it is. So like I said, your God will remove people out of your life to help you focus on what's important or to help you prepare for the blessings he's about to give you. And everybody cannot go with you. Sometimes you got to get rid of that clutter. Ask God to reveal, rid, and rebuke anything out of your mind, body, soul, and spirit that is unlike him. And he will do it. He will prepare you. And is He only doing it for the betterment of you. Trust me, you'll be better. It's going to hurt letting a lot of motherfuckers go, letting everything go, letting drugs go, whatever helps you or whatever is not helping you, whatever hinders you, whatever is hindering you. Yo, he will get rid of it and he won't put it back in your life. But you have to be ready to leave it alone because God fights your battles. Yes, he does. He does. And he helps you. But you have to want to be helped. So on that note, I'm telling y'all I love y'all. I really, really do. If you listen and this touched you today, tell me how. Hit me up in the email. My DM. I love y'all. Make sure y'all tune in for next week's episode of Carefully Reckless on Wednesday. Every Wednesday, that's hump day. And my best deep Pam's voice. Peace. <laughs> Yeah, Be like just yes, you got your ass stuck <laughs> Nigga, <shut> the fuck <laughs> I've been out hit on my cash <laughs> Told you I'm a hustler <laughs> I've been stuck I don't do no Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows at and connects an ode to podcasts Connect the alarm